Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Oh, my goodness. Well, this is far from over. We've far from heard the last from Britney Spears on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. We stream live at MyTalk1071.com and on the MyTalk app. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That guy's Bradley Trainer. Yes, that's my name. Don't wear it out. I would never. Please wear it out. Okay. Uh, We're also wearing out Britney Spears name recently. Well, yeah. I mean, she's doing a good enough job. Uh, of that on her own because she has been saying her name and speaking her truth and frankly we're here for it we are here for it Uh, like we said yesterday though it's gonna be a while I think before we're done talking about her conservatorship ourselves Mm -hmm. her latest Instagram post sounds um, okay so I'm really glad that we get to do this and I know that on occasion we're just becoming the show of reading Britney's Instagram. In fact, there's a whole podcast about it and it's not ours. It's called Britney's Graham. It's actually about Britney's Graham. Right. Mm-hmm. But I, so we're basically doing that right now. That's fine. But there was a, a post from yesterday that sounded particularly wide eyed and rational. And you guys, that is not always the words we would use to describe what Britney Spears puts up on social media. Quote, from 21 hours ago. So I said life goes on in one of my recent posts, but it's always easier said than done. In that moment, that's what felt was the easiest to say. But I think we all know that I will never be able to let go and fully move on until I've said all I needed to say. And I'm not even close. I was told to stay quiet about things for so long, and I finally feel like I'm just getting here. I... I love this yeah. for a number of reasons. Number one, like you said, this feels like a very level-headed, um, thoughtful, reflective post letting us know that she realizes that we're probably a lot in the dark, too, and that there's a lot that we don't know, and that she's recognizing that she needs to kind of pull through some stuff, but that there's a lot to tell of yeah, her story. I mean, it just sounds like a person who's not, you know, the thing with Brittany up to this point is occasionally we go on these rants of emotion. And I think it's because there has been just a lot that's probably pent up and she hasn't felt comfortable speaking these things out in public. And that's why we got a lot of manic dancing. Mm-hmm. And I know people might say you're making more out of it than you need to, but I honestly do think there was probably just a lot of emotions she was trying to get out in her twirls Yes, that she can now get out with her words because she can actually use words in a way without fear of uh, retribution. I think because she feels like she's unleashed and protected in some ways. Well, and in some to some degree by the audience that Mm -hmm. is us, because the public, I think, knowing that the world supports you more than they support the people that you feel controlled by has mm-hmm. to be a, a certain type of freedom mm-hmm. and feeling, empowering. Right? Yeah. So I was just, I'm, I'm, you know, again, it's going to take a long time before this all unravels and I'm sure there will be some bumps and hiccups. And ultimately remember, like I said yesterday, I think there are going to be things that the public is going to be like, Ugh. and I hope we don't do that thing where we're like, 
we just like look the other way because we've become invested in this story in a way that I don't think is healthy, but also is just reality. That's just the way it is in the world that we live in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess I care ultimately less about like the public per se, like every individual is welcome to run toward the story or away from it. That's on them. But, you know, for Britney Spears, I think, I hope that even though it's going to be a long and bumpy ride, I think we're headed at least in a better direction, which is more than we've been able to say for, you know, um, years, years. like almost a decade. Absolutely. more. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, here's another thing that we're learning a little bit more about this morning. So, you know, you shared the Instagram post Mm -hmm. from Britney Spears uh, talking about how she has plenty more to say about this oppressive conservatorship. But we're learning from another person some ways about an episode, something that happened in the life of Britney Spears that will also give you some idea of how much control the people outside of her have. And this is actually something that happened before the conservatorship, but it tells you that this control was present even before the conservatorship existed. So in 2004, remember, Britney Spears married her uh, childhood high school sweetheart, Jason Alexander. Yep. Not Jason Alexander from Seinfeld, Seinfeld. but... Uh, her kind of... That would be a headline. Oh, so confusing. I know. But, but, uh, that, and that wedding happened in Vegas. It happened very quickly in the public eye and then was quickly annulled. Well, the lawyer that Jason Alexander reached out to after the marriage began, but before it was annulled, um, he's sharing his perspective of how things actually happened. So, the way that he tells the story, and by the way, this uh, this attorney is named Mark Goldberg. He's a divorce attorney. He's now retired. Uh, he was based in Pittsburgh, and he explains that Jason Alexander was distraught when he first reached out to him about the events that had taken place. Now, remember, he reached out to him while the marriage was still legal, before it was annulled. So he is reaching out to this divorce lawyer, with the story of, of what has transpired in the past 48 hours. Mm-hmm. And essentially, his take on this was that, because he had to ask his client, were you impaired in any way? This is all important. Were yeah. you on drugs? Were you drunk? Were, did you enter into this fully capable of, of knowing what you were doing okay. and saying, I do? And he said, what happened was, Brittany was in uh, Las Vegas with friends, She called Jason Alexander. She flew him out there. They decided together to go to a wedding chapel and get married. They were not partying. They were not drunk. They had maybe had a a cocktail, but they were in no way impaired beyond. Yeah, uh, so this wasn't like crazy. This is what I did last night in Vegas. No, and according to him, it was her idea that they get married and that they really felt like they had been in love and this was something that they wanted to do and they were going to do together. And this is the marriage that scared the pants off of her family because they thought, oh, no prenup. He's now going to get all of her money. Exactly. Which is the, you the know, thing that again, the worst... a precipitating factor uh, to the conservatorship. Exactly. So Lynn Spears, 
uh, when she found out. So they got married late. They went alone to the wedding chapel. They came back to the room where her friends were. They went to bed the next morning. They called the family and told the family and Lynn Spears was on a plane in no time and in the room and like threw him out and then went about the process of getting the marriage annulled. Now, one of the questions that the lawyer also had to ask was, did you consummate the marriage? Because that actually is the difference between annulling and divorce. It can be a, a factor in that. Okay. And he said they did consummate the marriage. And so, the, it, be, it became kind of a sticky wicket. In any case, what I find really interesting is that Lynn Spears, who up till now we've kind of seen as the savior in Britney's life, is the one that was, again, protecting what now is the conservatorship by getting in the way of this marriage going forward. Yeah. According to Jason Alexander and this, well, according to this lawyer, they both wanted this and had hopes that they would be able to make a marriage work. But to me, it says a lot about kind of what the mindset is or was at the time about them in trying to protect her estate. And this seems like such a precursor to why there is a conservatorship to begin with. Well, and I feel like the piece that we read from The New Yorker about Britney Spears most recently that Ronan Farrow had a hand in Mm -hmm. so shorthand that Ronan Farrow piece. Although there was a a female reporter who I always want to give credit to and then can't remember her name. Mm -hmm. Anyway, moral of the story is in that piece, it is very clear that Jamie or excuse me, Lynn Spears, Brittany's mom, that Brittany's mom and Brittany's dad are both responsible for a lot of behavior that looking back on seems to not serve not have served Britney well. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is all of our focus now is on her dad because Mm -hmm. he looks like the bad guy. But the impression you get about Lynn Spears is that she's very much like go along to get along kind of a person. And, you know, she really did seem to be of the opinion, like just go along with this conservatorship for now. It'll be temporary. It'll get you to a better place. We just need to keep her safe and, you know, keep her money safe and I'm sure in her mind, that's, you know, and to some extent, her dad's mind, right? Like, nobody is all evil, right? right? Like, nobody is just sitting there acting like, I all I care about is me and my money. Nobody is that rationally cold, except for an actual serial killer, which is a different story, because I don't think that's who we're talking about I don't in this think case. So either. But, um, and certainly, you know, a lot of bad things have been done that could, or that that they probably knew were bad things. But my point is that nobody is all good or all bad. And therefore it doesn't surprise me that while right now, Lynn Spears, Brittany's mom seems to be somebody who's on team Brittany in a way that her dad is not, that has clearly not always been the case. And from Brittany's own words, you know, whether it's her mom, whether it's her dad, whether it's her sister, whether it's her brother, whether it is her sister's husband, there are several people in her family that she didn't feel was doing right by her. Now you can, I'm sure some of that is irrational, right? right? Like she probably feels like the whole world was out to get her and that extent, because you know how family dynamics are. Oh, like, for sure. Where uh, all sorts of perceptions are flying. But I think, you know, if you look at the facts, it's clear that whatever her motivation was or whatever her best interest or whatever the best interest she had at heart, Lynn Spears was also responsible 
Um, and and I don't know about the way she deals with that responsibility, but I'm trying to remember now in that Ronan Farrell piece, there is a woman who I think not an attorney. Was it an attorney or a doctor? I think it was an attorney maybe who has looked back on her role in making the conservatorship yeah. happen. Like her testimony led to that conservatorship yeah. happening. And she has since looked back and, you know, regrets it. So like that to me says um, it's possible. Like, People can regret their role in the past. Absolutely. I don't know that we've heard that out of Lynn Spears yet. No, and I think that that's a really good point. And also, you know, the other point, nobody's all good or all bad. At that moment, Lynn Spears was probably doing the best that she knew to do with what she knew. And again, trying to protect her. Now, this is... And this is the hard part, right? Because one of the things that we have argued about about the conservatorship is that a person, an adult human, should be allowed to make their mistakes. Yeah. And whether this was a mistake or not remained to be seen. Who knows what might have happened if they would have stayed together. But what they were trying to do was protect her estate. Yeah. And then it sort of snowballed into something that it may or may not have been. And meanwhile, what I see and this is my analysis. It is nothing more than my own analysis. I see Brittany trying to find who she can trust. And well, she does that time and again and time and again. The dangerous thing is the people around her right now that she's probably trusting are Sam Asgari. And I mm-hmm. say that because, you know, dangerous in the sense that we, I don't know what his, I mean, nobody knows. Mm-hmm. Again, we're all invested in this story as if we actually know and care about these people. Ultimately, we don't. But I would say if I'm just looking at the players, the the only person that's probably in her ear on a regular basis at this point is Sam Asgari. Right. And who knows who's in his ear? That's the exactly. dangerous thing. Exactly. You know, it's not so much that Sam Asgari is dangerous, but like, does he understand that there are people out there who would like to take advantage of her? But then, mm-hmm. see what I just did? Mm-hmm. There are people out there who want to take advantage of her, and she needs to be protected from yes. that. The problem is, she doesn't. And if she does, she needs, she needs to, to do learn that, that herself. herself. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. we all can find ourselves in that sort of spiral. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, the spiral we are going to find ourselves in is a dirt alert. Hey, it's Mike. And I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready to eat meals. We're all busy. And with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. With Elizabeth Reese, she's going to bring us all the dirt straight from Hollywood after this on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese is here and she's brought with her all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey. Hello, friends. Hi. Listen, Dolly Parton, at the age of 75, I recreated her. her 1978 Playboy cover to celebrate her husband's 79th birthday. So cute. So she posted, hey, today's July 20th. She did this yesterday. It's my husband Carl's birthday. And of course, Carl is notoriously camera shy. Yeah, people I don't know often, that I would recognize him in a lineup. No, people always question Did if he, he exists. Do something? Why is he in a lineup? He's never <laughs> been in the public eye at all, and he's wanted it that way, and she likes it that way. It's I love really it. interesting. Are, I'm sorry, they're adorable. He it's went so much t- better than Suzanne Summers, who wants to shove her husband in front of us yeah, all the time. I know, well, and their sex life. Oh yeah. gosh, they um, Dolly Parton and uh, Carl Thomas Dean. I think Carl Thomas Dean attended. It was a documentary that I watched with her. He attended like one red carpet event with her, and he was like, "No," nah, and then I'm he was like, "No, nope, this isn't for me. Like, this is not for me." And then never has. And so then they so just had. Awesome. She has a really specific private life and personal life, but I think it's really fun that she said it's my husband Carl's birthday and you're probably wondering why I'm dressed like this well it's for my husband's birthday and so she wore this black bustier and bunny ears for the occasion now one can think whatever they want to think about Hugh Hefner and the Playboy Mansion and the consistent exploitation of women Mm -hmm. but you know Dolly's in control in this moment and I hope that she was in control in 1978 yeah I just think that she is the best I love her I love her the best celebrity for sure I know I agree She's darling. Darling. Yes. Uh, I heard you talking about Britney Spears at the beginning of the show. And lots of headlines today about her that she has found her voice amid this conservatorship battle and there is no stopping her. She previously felt like no one would listen to her about this battle and now she feels supported. And for the first time, like she has power is what an insider is telling Us Weekly. Take that for what it's worth. Um, But the free Britney movement really gave her her voice back. I do want to say, I mean... Credit to those fans who stood out with signs when and this is just another lesson in life, guys. You can be part of a fringe group that everyone thinks is off their rocker until you're not right until you're proved right until you're proved right. And I I think there are lots of instances in even recent history when we've been seeing that with other things where it's like. You can be the conspiracy theorist until you're not. <laughs> Thank you, Elizabeth. Yes. I feel seen right now. Thanks for showing up. I feel I seen for you. I will say this, and I don't want to be the one to lift my leg on this because on oh, the one hand, no, but I do feel like, yes, they should be celebrated. The free Britney people who really did take the time, effort and energy to, to stand up for what they believed in and turned out to be very true. Now my concern for them is, and I have, I feel like a broken record, is that they will feel like they are owed something about the resolution of this yeah. that they might never get. And and so what my hope is, is that the, the same thing that drove them to that, the care for Britney, mm-hmm. will be the thing that carries them through to the end of this and realize that in caring for Britney, we need to also not expose 
you know, she needs to be in control of what she shares and what she doesn't. Yeah, that's true. And that's fair. That being said, I mean, them reading into all of those messages. Yes. Uh, and, that was real. And I think, um, you know, when you look at people who protest all sorts of things, like I drive mm-hmm. by pro- protesters on my way to and for work just mm-hmm. about every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think to myself, there is not going to be likely a resolution for this. Like what they're asking, you right. know, like no war. Uh, yeah, I think this is great. It's about the process of the protest right. and using your voice. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we don't, I mean, how many times in the world, not to get too big about it, Let's but do it. Um, how many times were you and I have walked around in the world and said, this isn't possible. And then something magically is all of a sudden possible. Mm-hmm, and you're like, well, sure. why didn't we do something? I know. Why weren't we doing this? It's like very true. Before. So guys, there's a lot happening in Tokyo with these Olympic games. Oof. Yeah. Oof. It's Oof not going right. great. And um, the latest in a series of stressful situations is that there is a wild bear who has broken into the Olympic softball stadium. And this bear is still on the loose. A wild bear. I know. Not a tame bear. Um, they're searching for the bear with the games underway. It's an Asian black bear spotted twice inside the Azuma Sports Park earlier this week. Wait, are the people in there playing and they're still looking for a bear? Oh, they already started oh, softball. you guys, no yeah, thanks. They no, started softball um, two soccer, days before the Olympics, before the opening ceremonies. I don't know what that's all about. Oh. A scheduling thing? Yeah, they have to. Well, I, I was listening to something about that this morning. They have to get some of those games underway before it starts. So they wouldn't have enough time. Oh, yeah. Probably because they have to have like a little bit of time in between games yeah. and to fit everybody in. Security at the venue is trying to find and capture this bear. They're blaring music on the speakers. They've been letting out uh, firecrackers in hopes of scaring oh. it out of hiding, but so far, no bear. Now, there are no fans in the stands, but the teams are there, and they're still playing. You I, know, feel like I, just, would... I really want to see the bear just come out and sit down and watch watch something. <laughs> just, like, put <laughs> hey, on a visor. Like, have some have popcorn. Hot dog. Yes. <laughs> well, can't you just put out, like, a big pot of honey or something? That's and what you do. And would uh, saunter up? I, I don't know why no Who one knows bear? this. The only way to catch a bear is with a large pot Everybody of honey. Everybody knows yeah. that. Everybody knows that. They it's, like to dick their, d- whoa, dip their me? paws into it. <laughs> I bet they do. Oh, the dirtiest dirt alert we've ever had. That was delightful. Dirty. Thank you, Elizabeth. Oh, boy, I gotta go. I need a <laughs> <Thank> vacation. <you. laughs> uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to solve some pop culture mysteries in the form of blind items in a little segment we call Blinded by the Item after this on My Talk 1071. We've got some pop culture mysteries to solve right here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And we solve those mysteries in the form of blind items, which Holly's brought for us in a little segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Yeah, celebrity gossip mysteries. They just keep rolling along. Yeah. Here's our first one. That Florida Beach property owned by the singer. Rents for $50,000 per week, and all the money is deposited into a shell corporation owned by a family member who is not the dad. <gasps> Brittany? Brittany? She has a Florida beach property? Apparently. We don't know that. I did not. When has she ever been to Florida? I wasn't aware of that. I don't know. Brittany. <gasps> but apparently. I vaguely recall this now. Well, now here's a head. I well, her riding her bike yeah. in that little. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, sorry. that was. I don't remember that. That was. Um, I know what you're talking about, but uh, that, I thought that was California. I don't know where she's on her big, her big her bike, her cruising bike. Well, yeah. 
here's a headline from 17 hours ago that Britney Spears footed the bill for sister Jamie Lynn's $1 million Florida condo, despite Jamie Lynn claiming she's not on the conservatorship payroll. So I don't know exactly where this Florida property is, but what it is saying is that, yes, there are properties that are technically owned by Britney Spears Mm, and the money money gets Mm-hmm. The property gets rented out, and then it all goes into the Shell Corporation. So this, that, and the other. Basically, people are doing Britney Spears dirty behind well, the scenes. Yeah, n- no surprise. There is None an LLC whatsoever. that owns this condo of Jamie Lynn's. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. These properties were listed at uh, in Britney's conservatorship filing from 2009. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm. Okay. Let's have another celebrity gossip mystery. Somehow, the person who got the singer into this horrible position by his actions is now trying to make it seem as if he's a sympathetic figure. He isn't. Oh. He's an awful human being who looks to exploit, kidnap, coerce anyone he can into doing his bidding. Just ask the singer slash possible murder suspect. You know this, Colleen. Come on now. Uh, this Brittany, person who got the, yeah, it's Brittany, but, but who got him into the, you might've been gone when he popped into headlines. Oh, is it, uh, is it, um, yeah. What's his name? Sam. Na- Sam Lutfi. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. Because you know, what's so interesting about that is when you read that Ronan Farrow piece, you have that moment of like, wait a minute, is he a bad guy or is he a good guy? Because we thought he was a bad guy, but he's sounding, making himself sound like a good guy. Maybe he's, and then. But mm, fill in the blank. According yeah. to the blind item, he is not a good guy. He is a baddie. Now, somehow, Sam Lutfi, the horrible person who got Britney Spears into horrible positions because of his actions, is now trying to make it seem as if he's a sympathetic figure. See, the New Yorker piece published earlier this month, Sam Lutfi isn't. And his tweet. And his tweet. Late where he said... Uh, oh gosh, I can't remember now exactly what he said. It was essentially like he was like, "I'm sorry." If she doesn't like me now, I totally get it. I let her down. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, he was trying to like, I don't know, it wouldn't be victimize himself. Put lipstick on a pig, mm. I think. Yes. You know what's really interesting too, because uh, I can't remember if this was mentioned in the article or if we just know this. But when you think about how close he has been to other conservatorships, which are not normal things. Um, but including Amanda Bynes. He Mm -hmm. was up in the mix for that. And then there was a moment where they were trying to put Lindsay Lohan under a conservatorship, and he was all up in that business, too. Also, who was the common denominator in all of that? Um, It wasn't Sam Lutfi as much as it was that other woman. Remember her, which we didn't know about, and I wish somebody would do like a deep dive on her. Catherine something, the lawyer, who was mm -hmm. constantly calling celebrities like, hey, I think you need some help. Mm Mm-hmm. And also this blind item pointing to Courtney Love. Because yes. Sam Lutfi had a relationship with Courtney Love mm-hmm. for years. And she has been public about the fact that Sam Lutfi exploited her mm-hmm. and was a baddie. And I think Enti thinks she's a murder suspect. Yes. That's what that is. Okay. About yes. you know what. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next. Mm-hmm. The legal, well, our next celebrity gossip mystery goes as follows. The legal counsel for this foreign-born A-list model, pro-beer, pro-girlfriend, is not doing their client any favors. 
Their recent statements are nonsensical and have nothing to do with her relationship with the former A plus list rapper. Irina, shake, shake, shake. What are the recent statements are that are nonsensical? Uh you know, it could very well be the fact that she's not in a relationship with Kanye West I'm anymore. I'm guessing it's that, just that wishy washy, like yeah. they're cooling off or whatever. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm. Okay, fill in the blank. Please. Okay, so the attorney for Irina Shake is not doing their client any favors because their recent statement about the relationship between Irina Shake and Kanye West are nonsensical and really don't have anything to do with anything. I'm trying Great, to see if thanks. there's any like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have, uh, yeah. It's based. That's when when you Google Irina Shake lawyer, you just get that. That announcement that they're cooling off. Yeah. Or not announcement, but that, yeah. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So maybe don't believe the hype. Don't believe the hype. Okay. Here's our next celebrity gossip mystery. The ginger one got a huge olive branch. Mm. Colleen Lindstrom. Mm Mm-mm. He was asked to join his brother at the quarterfinal of the Euro 2020 and said no. Harry Styles. Meghan. Harry Meghan. Harry Meghan. Yeah. Prince Harry Meghan Styles. Mm, yeah. So, okay, so what does that mean now? I, go, go the, basically that. that William was like, hey, you want to go to this thing with me? And he was like, nah. No. No. Yeah. So Prince Harry was asked to join Prince William at the quarterfinals of the Euro 2020. And Harry said no. You know, I think what they would benefit from, just an idea, like an actual therapy session, right? Like, just sit down in a room and have some talks. Well, yeah. I just feel like... These are two people... some stuff out. Again, you know, this is one of those things where, like, the world has decided that they are on the side of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle because Mm -hmm. they... They just read better in the world, right? But, Mm -hmm. like, none of us really knows what's really going on behind the scenes. And so, in the passion play, of course, he and Megan are the heroes of the moment because of, you know, like, the just obvious reasons being, like, an active reigning monarch or the future king of England is probably just not as appealing to the Yeah, because he's controlled by the firm and he can't be, you know, we, we don't get that warm fuzzy from him because we don't really know him. But, like, they both come from the same environment, right? So, Mm -hmm. like, it is always possible that they, if they really don't like being in the public eye, go away from the public eye. That is an option. And the fact that it's not an option means, like, they clearly understand they have a public role. And so that story will continue Mm -hmm. because it further serves their own interests. They just have competing narratives which is great for headlines right i do you know you're right because when they first said we're leaving the royal family you know they didn't just leave and like quietly go to a private island to live a quiet life they left to still be in the public eye yeah which is totally within you know like i i don't blame them for that or think that that's like we need to judge that that's the choice that they made right but that requires a certain public narrative, right? And so you have to continue to do and say things that keep that narrative going. Right. And it's going to be easier for them to control the message about yeah. who they are yeah. because they're Which, not. 
on the inside anymore. Which is why they're, I think, on the winning side of, you know, a mass audience, because that's the way it works with celebrities all over the place. Mm-hmm. I mean, the celebrity now controls the message right. more than they ever used to. Let's end today's gossip session with a little vintage blind item, old Hollywood blind item that is confirmed. This permanent A-plus slash A-list comic actress vowed revenge when another woman stole one of her customers of the actress. Fast forward a few years later to when the actress was famous and the other woman was a flight attendant. Our actress beat the woman up on a flight and then had her fired for unprofessional behavior. You know this answer. I do, but um, not for the reasons you think. I don't know the answer. Um, The reason I know this is because this is one of the blind items I looked at uh, while Holly was gone. Uh And I was like, I'm not going to share that um, because I just feel like it's... To like, I don't want to believe that it's true. Oh, uh, who is it? Well, the name and Holly, tell me if it's wrong, but the name that came up at the time that I looked at it was Lucille Ball. Yes, yes. but she was yes. beating up flight attendants. What? Yes, yeah. So Lucille Ball apparently vowed revenge when another woman stole one of her oh customers back in the day. Now, fast forward a few years later, when Lucille Ball was famous, the other woman was a flight attendant. So. Then Lucille Ball decided to beat a woman up on the flight and then had her fired for unprofessional Oof. behavior. I went deep a little bit and I was reading some like fan forums where people said, well, the only I actually it wasn't fan forums. Now that I think about it, I think it was just the comment section on this particular blind item where people were saying that in other fan forums, they had read about her being mean to flight attendants. Like there were situations where she was, you know, mean. So they thought this was potentially credible i'm like there's a difference between being like a beyond mean and like beating, and beating somebody, somebody up <laughs> i also just want to imagine a world where lucille ball just loses throttles it on somebody flight on a flight well, and, and nobody feel, knows about it well it's like she'd put out the cigarette on somebody's yes, arm yes <laughs> but then that's my other question is there were there other people on this flight uh, yeah, i probably. mean can somebody corroborate this right mm-hmm. also that, how did they keep one. that quiet mm. all right Thank you, Holly, for those delicious blind items. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we kind of need to get the Cobra gang together. Do it. To talk about a publationship. It's one of our very first publationships. We have not said much about them lately, although we are saying much about them now, and I think there might be a reason. Uh, We call them Chonis. Priyanka Chopra, Nick Jonas will tell you what they're trying to get us to talk about when we come back on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Uh, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. That's my name. And um, we have to get the Cobra Gang Let's together. Do it, kids. Whenever there's trouble, we'll double the double with the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crown, yeah, so we've got to talk about this publationship. And this is one of our very first uh, publicationships. Um, so they're very special to you us. You said publicationships, and I just Ooh. would like to go on record that that should be a thing at some point. Okay. Oh, yeah. Noted. Let's sponsor Noted. that product. Crunchy and spicy. Mm. Um, one of our very first publicationships, they hold a very special place in our heart. We call them Chonus. What is a Chonus? Uh, it's a relationship. I mean, it's... 
a relationship of Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. For publicity, for which publicity. is what a publicationship yeah. is. Um, okay, so listen, I can hear you out there. <laughs> Somebody out there is like, but what do you mean they're a publicationship? They've but been together for like, like they've been together they married for like three years, they you guys. They're talking about I having a baby. Fine, whatever. Here's the thing. This is what this is why I'm calling them out right now. We had to get the Cobra gang together because I smell something and it stinks. So apparently Priyanka Chopra took to her uh, Instagram and shared some never before seen photographs of a very special day in their lives. Let me read how she has described this day. Uh, She did this in L UK earlier this year. Um, I didn't expect a proposal at that point. It was just two months. I thought it would happen, but it was still a complete shock. I relinquished control and I just went with it. We were just sporadically meeting for about two years before we officially started dating. We were texting and stuff, but there may have been a part of me that wanted something serious, but I was taking a hiatus from guys at that point. I didn't want anybody romantically. Anyway, the day that he proposed. That say nothing, by the way. That said like all of the things, but none of them. There was always something about Nick, which is why I always ended up staying in touch no matter where we were. One thing to know about my husband is when he makes up his mind, he'll get what he wants. <laughs> and that's what they're sharing pictures of is the day that he allegedly proposed to her oh, on the adorable. island on the island of Crete. Oh, um, and there are these, you know, they're like, you know, snapshots of the two of them. But I, this is what smells fishy to me about this. It tries a little too hard. Yeah, because these two photographs—they try too hard, but sure. Thank you. These photographs have on them uh, a little digital marking, like you used to get. I used to hate those things. I understood why you do that when you would have the the digital oh. camera oh, put I'm the sorry. date on it for do you, you. Do you think that she actually took those photos with like a Kodak? Thank Kodachrome? you. One of them box cameras yeah, and then no. took it to Jiffy Mart or whatever. Where did we used to take our the photo? Mat, photo Mart. Photo, photo Mat. Mat. Yeah. Yeah. No. Also, I think that didn't happen. I also think that these photographs retroactively had those dates put on oh, them. Oh, for sure. Oh. Yeah. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. That's what smells fishy to me. Yeah. Because it tries too yes. hard. <clears throat> yes. All of those things can be true. They're trying too hard. And who knows, they maybe were taken on that day and she just wants to make the point that this is the day, whatever, which I totally get. But, but again, what do you, what's the point of you bringing this up now? You would say, I think the average person would go, but it's their anniversary. Right. Of course. So that's why you brought it up right now. But remember, we're talking about a Mm publicationship and what is our fundamental thesis behind the importance and purpose of a publicationship? It's to get publicity. For your a chosen craft or something you're doing, acting and or singing. Yeah. So then one must legally mm-hmm. ask the question legally. What are they promoting currently? Yeah, that's my question. What are they? Oh, promoting? is that why you brought us here? Well, yeah, but also I just wanted to point out that they were trying too hard by putting oh, the. Yeah, but that's what we love about there. Chonus, right? So like if you guys have not been following Chonus like we have since the very beginning and we, I think, cut our teeth. Oh, yeah. On this public. They're our first. You never forget your first. You never forget your first. It's true. And just in the way that they were so extra with each other, we were extra with them in going deep and digging. And 
from the very beginning, these two have been so earnest in sharing their relationship. Now, again, I'm saying this as an observer, not as like somebody who is friends with Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. No. I don't know how they really are in private. Mm-mm. But tabloids, social media, mm-hmm. television, all of those things, they are always to the technicolor. Yep. Level Like they have always turned up the dial Mm -hmm. on being extra when it comes to sharing and caring about their relationship, Mm -hmm. which with like the most flowery language. And and again, like you said, all the words saying nothing. You all have friends like this on social media who get real extra flowery Mm -hmm. and thirsty Mm -hmm. and showy and dewy. Okay, but why are they doing this right now? I would imagine that um, I think Holly pointed this out in uh, off the air. Remember, Nick Jonas is doing something. I think the Jonas Brothers actually are doing something around the Olympics right now. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. Olympic Dreams featuring the Jonas Brothers premieres Wednesday, July no. 21st at 7 p.m. Look oh, at look at calendar. that. Just tonight. It's happening tonight, you guys. Oh, yeah. Check your local listing. This is that secret project where Nick Jonas cracked a rib or did yes. something and yes. he had to be carted Remember, off like, in the oh, ambulance. And I almost died. Yeah. Oh my gosh. While that is a lot. There's t- a broken ring. Yeah, the Cho the uh, Whoa, what? Well, I was gonna say Cho Bros. But the, they're the no. Joe Bros. Is that what they call themselves? The Cho Bros? <laughs> no. I think that's a different show. Oh. And it's kind of nasty. Oh. They're testing their athletic abilities tonight. Okay. Oh fun. Can't I wait. Mean, why not? Won't be watching. Fine. Anyway, oh, it's interesting that you brought this yeah. story that very day. <gasps> oh, look at that, you guys. Like we fell into their we trap. We did fall into their trap. Hey, guys, you can watch it tonight. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what's your favorite scam call? 651 641 1071.